0: Welcome to The Importance of Mentorship and Advocacy, a podcast for College Art Association's series of podcasts on topics in professional development. My name is Amy Broderick and I am Associate Professor of Drawing and Painting at Florida Atlantic University in Boca Raton, Florida. These remarks were originally given as part of the session Art Space Meta-Mentors, Beyond Tenure, taking it to the next next level at the 2012 CAA Conference in Los Angeles. I am grateful to my colleagues Rennie Gower, who invited me to participate in that panel discussion, and to Susan Scheer, who invited me to transform my conference remarks into this podcast. In the years since I earned tenure and promotion to associate professor at FAU, I have found that my professional life as an artist and an academic has evolved and expanded to include increasing amounts of mentorship and advocacy for my undergraduate and graduate students, as well as my junior colleagues and fellow artists. These remarks, really a condensed list of 10 mentorship tips, are based on what I have learned over the course of these experiences. Number one, set high expectations. The most important thing we can do as mentors is to set high expectations, especially for our students. High expectations challenge and empower students. In my view, students need more mentors to set high expectations for their performance, more teachers who will demand from them their very best work or even better than their best work at all times. It is important never to underestimate your students. On the contrary, ask the world of them set the bar extremely high, even impossibly high. Doing this in the protected space of the studio or classroom will give students the opportunity to risk it all while trying to meet the goals that have been laid out. Not infrequently, they will wind up surprising you and, more importantly, themselves with the excellence of their outcomes. Number two, teach your students to aim high After your students have grappled with meeting the high expectations that you set for them in the classroom, teach them to set high expectations for themselves. After all, their success is predicated on setting ambitious goals for themselves and then working toward them. Encourage your students always to ask themselves what their work would look like with more. More time, more space, more funding, more resources. Over the near term and the long term, Encourage your students to demand more of themselves and to demand more of their work. Number three, help them be strategic and specific in their goal setting. As you teach your students to aim high, give them the specific tools that they need to do so in a meaningful way. Goal setting and strategic planning are among the most essential meta skills that we can teach to our students and yet these skills are often addressed only obliquely in our classrooms. Help your students to think strategically and to be specific in their goal setting. Help them to envision their short and long-term goals. Encourage them to articulate the details of these goals, breaking each one down into specific projects and breaking each project down into individual, incremental, and actionable steps. Show your students how to map their goals in such a way that bridges get built from the present to the future, as vague or abstract aspirations are articulated in such a way that they become concrete and achievable plans for success. Number 4. Encourage daring. High expectations and ambitious goals are one thing, but feats of daring are often required in order to reach them. Encourage your students to be daring. After all, new discoveries can only be made at the risk of getting lost. Create an environment where your students are encouraged to take big risks, to try big things, and to fail miserably. Help them to fail often, and to fail well. Frequently when students go for broke, they will discover that they are capable of more than they thought, or at least something different than they anticipated. Even if the end result is ultimately a failure, there is much to be learned in the process of going beyond themselves, getting blown off course in meaningful ways, and discovering that the world does not end when a project fails. Number five, remind them that it takes more than talent to succeed. It is true that talent is an important factor in success, as are formal training and dedicated practice. However, especially in highly competitive fields like ours, success requires more than talent and preparation. It requires tenacity and resilience. It requires strong professional relationships and good timing and often a little dumb luck. Ultimately, success comes not just to the most competent but also to those who simply want it the most. Remind your students to look inside themselves to determine what they want most and then to go about achieving it from that passionate position. Encourage them to be resilient, reminding them that the road to success is often paved with no's. In fact, tell them to get as many no's as they can while always reminding them that there are more opportunities out there. There will be yeses, And remind them that they love what they do far too much to let any single rejection stand between them and their goals. Number six, teach them to define success on their own terms. Ultimately, success comes to those who are the most competent and tenacious, and also to those who are intrinsically motivated. Teach your students how to define success for themselves on their own terms beyond the context of any individual course or professor. Teach them to see beyond the framework of their current mentors, university campus, or creative community. Ultimately, in order for their work to be sustainable over the long term, its success has to be defined on their terms, not those of any mentor or institution. Number 7. Insist that they become their work's best advocate. As your students take responsibility for their own work, its progress, and its ultimate success, insist also that they become its best and most effective advocate. Remind them that no one will ever believe in their work more than they do, and no one will ever make the case for their work as effectively as they will. They must believe in the relevance of their work, and they must be able to make an articulate and persuasive case for its relevance in a variety of contexts and to a variety of audiences. Insist that your students build these skills and help them to extend their focal length when it comes to their work, especially by advocating for it in the context of larger conversations about contemporary art and art historical tradition. They must know and be able to discuss the role of their work and its relevance in these contexts. Number 8. Tell them to be good partners. In addition to advocating for their own work, your students will also have allies and mentors who want to work on their behalf. Tell your students to be good partners in these professional relationships. They need to give their partners what they need to work on their behalf, whether that means persuasive arguments, polished images, or a clear and complete professional website. Remind your students that it is their responsibility and no one else's to create and provide the materials that their allies will use to fight for their work. Number nine lead by example and help them do the same as you walk through your own professional life be mindful of the fact that your students are learning from the behaviors that you model lead by example when a student or colleague comes to you for advice listen well and be generous listen thoughtfully giving their concerns careful consideration. Be generous with your time and with your knowledge, helping to facilitate their success. With your actions, you will contribute to the creation of a culture of generosity and mentorship in your professional community. And encourage your students and junior colleagues to become mentors themselves. After all, mentorship and advocacy are not and should not be strictly top-down practices. The more reciprocal these professional interactions can become, the more vibrant our communities will be over the long term. Number 10. Finally and above all, be human. Be honest, candid, and direct. Always acknowledging your blind spots and admitting when you don't have all the answers. And please have mercy. Have mercy on those around you, and especially have mercy on yourself. This has been The Importance of Mentorship and Advocacy, part of CAA's series of podcasts on topics in professional development. I am Professor Amy Broderick of Florida Atlantic University. If you would like to learn more about me and about what I do, I invite you to visit my website amybroderick.com. From amybroderick.com, you can also email me directly, as well as connect with me on social media. Thanks to College Art Association for making this podcast possible, and thank you for listening.